Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on the newscast, Israel strikes Iranian targets near Damascus as an Iranian general threatens to destroy Tel Aviv and Haifa. Plus, what is Israel's octopus strategy against Iran? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Summer has just begun and already things are heating up in a major way between Israel and Iran. Last night, overnight, Israel reportedly carried out airstrikes against an Iranian weapons factory near Damascus. Now, according to Syrian state media, missiles were launched by Israeli fighter jets over the Golan Heights region. And those missiles, again, reached south of Damascus in an area called Al-Kiswa. Now, a lot of Iranian regime activity around there in recent years. This is not the first time that Israel has targeted it. And this time, apparently, there was, again, an Iranian weapons factory operational there in the shadow of Damascus International Airport. Now, reportedly, at least five pro-Iran fighters were killed. Also, perhaps, some Iranian engineers who were there at this weapons factory, surprise, surprise, most likely working on advanced weapons that would be passed on to Hezbollah and used against Israel. So Israel wisely. And folks, if you watch the newscast on a regular basis, you know that over the past few years, hundreds of Israeli airstrikes and surface-to-surface missile strikes have been conducted against Iran and Hezbollah inside Syria. Again, I say this is wise on the part of Israel because they are preemptively acting to offset future terror attacks and onslaughts against Israelis. Again, the advanced weapons that Iran is developing inside Syria at Israel's doorstep include precision-guided missiles, PGMs for short. They do exactly what their name says. They are designed to hit the target with great precision and accuracy. And when you are a country the size of the state of New Jersey, like Israel is, That's a chance you can't take. That's an absolute red line to allow these PGMs to fall into the hands of the likes of Hezbollah, Iran's most lethal proxy. That's the goal of the Iranian regime. That is the main reason, twofold really, why Iran has such a strong presence in Syria right now. Number one, to transit those advanced weapons into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, again, at Israel's doorstep. The PGM parts are shipped through Syria. They, have, they arrive at Damascus International Airport. They are then shipped on to southern Lebanon into the hands of Hezbollah, where the missiles are then assembled. That's number one. Israel has to absolutely head that off at the pass, as we would say here in the States. And number two, the other reason Iran is involved in Syria, obviously, is to plant itself at Israel's doorstep, just as it has done in southern Lebanon through Hezbollah. They want to duplicate, does the Iranian regime, what they've done in southern Lebanon 
in the Golan on Israel's border. Again, absolute red line for Israel. And Israel again and again has pushed Iran and its allies, its proxies, back from the Israel-Syria border. And yet again, Iran continues to try to recoup and push once again towards that border and towards the Golan Heights. Israel will not allow that to happen. So there is a collision course in Syria to the north. There has been for years now. We've been talking about it here in the newscast. We've talked about a looming Great Northern War where Israel will ultimately face off against the Iranian regime and Hezbollah to the north. That day is coming. In the meantime, a top Iranian general, actually the commander of all Iranian ground forces, said today that if Israel, quote, makes a mistake, then the Israeli cities Tel Aviv and Haifa will be destroyed. Iran will, quote, in his words, raise them, R-A-Z-E, to the ground on the orders of Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei. So this is par for the course, really, folks. You have, once again, a top Iranian official threatening to destroy Israeli cities, and the world doesn't bat an eye. We don't hear any UN condemnation of the Iranian regime. No resolutions against Iran when these threats of genocide are made. It's just another day at the office in Tehran among the Iranian regime. But these threats are serious. This is not just bluster for domestic consumption, and Israel must, and it does, of course, prepare accordingly. That gives you an idea of Iran's goals in this future engagement against Israel that we're talking about. Look, they're going to go beyond just the immediate vicinity of the Israel-Lebanon border, and Tel Aviv and Haifa certainly could be targeted. Hey, in the Hamas war in May 2021, Hamas launched many rockets towards Tel Aviv. So, This is the state of play on the ground right now. Now, an interesting development there. When we talk about uh, Israel being surrounded by this ring of fire, Iran and its proxies, hey, on every side, whether it's southern Lebanon in the form of Hezbollah and Syria and Iraq with those various Iranian-backed Shia militias, Gaza, of course, with Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, two more Iranian proxies, And then further south in Yemen in the form of the Houthis, the Iranian regime and its proxies literally surround Israel on all sides. Here in the newscast, we have called it the Ring of Fire. And now, as we close here, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett is saying there's a new strategy on the part of Israel. He calls it the Iranian octopus. The head of the octopus is in Iran in the form of the Iranian regime, not the Iranian people who are the victims of the regime key point there, the regime, the leadership in Iran. That's the problem. The head of the octopus in Tehran and the tentacles, the arms of the octopus stretch out across the region. We just named Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Yemen, Gaza. Bennett said previously our main strategy for the Israel Defense Forces was to target the arms, the tentacles of the Iranian octopus. Now, he said, and again, he just said this today on Tuesday, June 7th, We are making great gains, number one, but number two, we're targeting the head of the octopus in Iran. We're taking the fight to Iran, inside Iran, and obviously, as we've reported here in the newscast over the past several weeks, Israel has carried out some major operations inside Iran, including the assassination, reportedly, of an Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps officer in Tehran in front of his home. An officer, by the way, 
who was in charge of targeting Israeli and Jewish targets worldwide. Speaking of which, as we close, Thailand, a Southeastern Asia, Southeast Asian country, is reporting that they, Thai authorities over the past few months, have thwarted several Iranian plots to kill Israelis there in Southeast Asia. Remember, folks, Israel on high alert right now for retaliation attacks, Iranian retaliation attacks related to what I just laid out. Uh, Israel hitting the head of the octopus inside Iran on Iranian soil and embarrassing the Iranian regime in the process time and time again. Folks, it is a tinderbox right now. The world's most volatile and chaotic and strategic region is heating up. It will be a long, hot summer, I believe. Guess what? You will have a front row seat every day right here on the Watchman Newscast. We'll bring you the inside story of what is happening in the Middle East, happening in Israel, and how it affects you no matter where you live. And we will also give you some encouragement because we know that God Almighty, through all the madness and the chaos, still sits on the throne. He is in control, and the God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Keep an eye on Damascus, all those prophecy watchers we have out there, newscast fans. Isaiah 17, a day is coming where Damascus will have uh, a very unpleasant day if you read the Bible and what it says. So interesting times, no doubt. Hey, no live stream this week, but we will be back tomorrow with you, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Don't worry. No live stream because I'll be on the road, but we will be here every day this week with fresh, brand new information and new newscasts. So until tomorrow, thanks for joining us. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.